0: You're listening to the Hotel Moment
1: Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you're at in the world. Today we're joined by the amazing Dr. Romy. Dr. Romy, tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Hi, Ray, and hello, everyone. My name is Dr. Romy Mushtakar. As they know me at Evolution Hospitality, everybody's homie, Dr. Romy. I'm a board-certified physician in both neurology and integrative medicine and a mindfulness expert. I now run my own company where we take brain and mental health programs into the workplace. Since 2018, I've had the honor of serving as Evolution Hospitality's chief wellness officer. It's so exciting to be here with you all.
1: Yeah, definitely. So my background, of course, I was a hotelier before and I had the opportunity to be an evolutionary and work at Evolution mm-hmm. and had the personal experience of uh, meeting Dr. Romy plenty of times. Now, of course, in the world we are now, I get to meet you virtually, but it's a pleasure to have you here. Definitely appreciate taking the time.
0: It feels like I'm having a family reunion. Anytime I get to connect with a fellow evolutionary, you'll always be one in my heart. So Ray, thank you for having me today.
1: Oh, of course. Well, How about we start off with tell us a a little bit about what you've been up to now at Evolution with everything going on nowadays?
0: Well, you know, normally in a podcast, you wouldn't do this and timestamp an interview, but given how the news cycle is changing every day, we are meeting virtually. We are recording this in September of 2021 and... I really miss my fellow evolutionaries. I was technically a consultant with the corporate support team based out of Orlando, Florida. Mm -hmm. Had I known last February, which was one of the last time we had gathered with all of the leaders in corporate and so many our general managers that that was the last time I would have seen people in person, hugged them, laughed with them. I think I would have just, you know, stayed in every hug or moment of laughter a little longer. I'm sure everyone feels that way. So, what I, my job as a chief wellness officer was we have, like many hospitality groups, have employees that are both working from home and have never stopped working at the front line. And how was I going to keep everybody well and have those crucial conversations on everything about answering questions about the pandemic and COVID 19 and the vaccines to, more importantly, can, also continuing our well-being programs and mindfulness and Brainshift at Evo, and how do we do it and deliver it virtually? And while I miss seeing everyone in person, the benefit is we have team members all over the United States and Canada. We're able to now run our operations and host these programs virtually. So we're in effect reaching more team members.
1: Definitely. I was going to say mm-hmm. that in some ways actually provides the ability to drive more engagement um, yes. and more experiences for everybody. Yes. Uh, I know myself, of course, I actually uh, was at that February one, just prior to the pandemic beginning Mm -hmm. and uh, things shifting to a more virtual standpoint and had that chance to be there for that last experience. And so it's exciting to hear that you were able to continue that engagement still, even on a more virtual aspect, which I'm I'm sure in some ways provided you an opportunity to move from when you were on the road and visit us us in person on property to now actually just do a virtual jump to more hotels and be able to engage more people more often so that's awesome and and what's the conversation's been like nowadays how has it shifted from of course thinking back to uh pre-pandemic when uh, i mean when i saw you at uh, the redondo campus for example you were at staples center for yes. speaking engagement with
0: <laughs> yes.
1: just a few people there. I, I was, there was a
0: keynote a- speaker for over 16,000 people. You have a great memory. And so, yeah. you know, a- anyone listening to this can relate as a professional speaker and consultant. We need group meetings to come back. And it was a source of revenue for conventions and hotels and, and all of that. And and now everything has gone virtually. And you know, my concern always for our fellow evolutionaries and anybody in the hospitality field is there's this large dichotomy. There are folks that are working from home because they had corporate roles. They may be somewhat on the road visiting teams, you know, according to company policies with social distancing. And then there are team members who are now in the hotels and with the i would say global but especially here in the united states shortage of availability of employees i'm worried about people's mental and physical well-being because every individual inside a hotel is doing the job of 3 to 10 other employees and it's my job to think, how am I making sure that each and every evolutionary feels seen and heard and that we are promoting their well-being? And, and so that's what it is. And just to backtrack a little bit, Ray, and you know this, but for folks that don't know is Evolution Hospitality this year is 10 years old. And the company was founded long before I came along on a guiding principle of wellness and with a wellness triangle and that we care about the well-being of every team member And that idea that we want everyone to live and work at their full potential. And so I started to consult for you all back in 2016. And in 2018, when this role was created, it was how do we create both a mindfulness and a wellness program and scale it? And at that point, that was our differentiating factor. We were ahead of the curve. There weren't many other hospitality groups or hotel groups that were thinking about employee wellness. Certainly at the hotel branding level, there are a lot of visionary hotel brands that are doing things for the guest experience. But I can proudly say we were ahead of the curve in introducing mindfulness and integrative medicine and well-being based in science to our team members. So it's been such an honor
1: to be a part of that. Definitely, definitely, yeah, and definitely um, one that I, I know as a hotelier, they sometimes consider evolution to be a little more different and out there because of that, because of the founding principles there. But it's not until you actually work at the at the company where you start realizing that this is actually not just a bunch of talk, but actually something we actually embrace and we do day in day out. And it's really taking that time. You know, one of the biggest things we did, and even our we did it with one of our ownership meetings prior to, of course, when we had those in person, but. Was that conversation? I'm taking that moment to pause. One of the, the principles you are uh, guidance as you give us was taking that moment to stop, center yourself, um, bring yourself into that meeting. I mean, it's still one of those things that I still practice from time to time on, on my side, anyways, because it's good. It, it's taking that moment uh, clearing your mind. It's making sure that you are being present in the meeting, present into whatever the activity is, anyways, and making sure you're there and, and very much so involved in what's happening. And so I think to me, that's still. Been one of those things that's resonated with me, but uh, I know amongst a lot of hotelier friends I've talked to when I uh, mentioned that I worked for Evolution, they're like, oh, well, you guys were a little interested, uh, different breed over there. <laughs> so for other hoteliers listening in, it is a very true statement, a very true thing that they live. I mean, when Murph started the company, he uh, and worked with the team there to, to build this. That was the vision he had. Uh, definitely something he's continued on in fact actually for myself you mentioned of course the conferences coming back and speaking engagements coming yeah. back i actually just attended a conference um, Great. in atlanta so i um, uh, based here in seattle but i went over to atlanta for a conference over there i was very cios including from uh, ambridge as well that were there nice. so i had a good chance to connect with everybody and it's one of those experiences you still can never replicate in a virtual setting quite the same way as you have from person to person conversations the side conversations that happen, those experiences that happened. I mean, at one point in time, this particular event, they had our, one of our reception events was limboing, which is one of those unique opportunities. We can't do a whole lot of limboing on uh, Zoom calls. So just one of those fun experiences that you have.
0: <laughs> right. We underestimate the power of human connection in this world today. And I think that's why I feel very thankful that we chose mindfulness as a path to go back to your original point and the power of pause, because Being mindful together is just training our brains both at work when we would take a team pause or personal pause and how we practice it at night with digital detox and meditation to bring yourself into present centered awareness and the number one thing we would hear and we still hear from new hotels that we're onboarding in our culture and they get led in a power of pauses. I feel like people care about me, that they see me, they hear me, and I feel like I'm a part of a team. And it's, you know, such a, a great culture. So I think we're very proud to be a part of the larger Ambridge family and also at Evolution Hospitality to have that differentiating culture. Thank you.
1: Definitely. Well, and that's what I was going to ask is when it comes to mindfulness now, how is that, and even the brain shift protocol, the digital detox, how's that kind of shifted now? How have you seen whether the adoption rate or even just in general, the thought process behind it. How has that changed and evolved as things have gone?
0: I, I remember coming to Evolution Hospitality back. They were one of the first companies that after seeing my TED Talk, invited me to come to speak at your leadership conference. And back then talking about mindfulness publicly was either crazy or visionary, depending on what side of the coin you were on. And here I was. And now to your point, everybody has a watch on their wrist or a phone that beeps and tells them to have a controlled breathing and a mindfulness break, right? So it's how far we've come in the last six years. But specifically, you know, while I have the honor of consulting at Evolution Hospitality as their chief wellness officer, I also run my own company with my own team where we were taking these programs It used to be in person to largely Fortune 500 companies and now virtually. And so Ray, to your question, over the last, since April of 2020, we've done now over 175 virtual programs with teams and groups. And we take something that we call the busy brain test of everybody that's on and then assess the polls and the results and the data in the chat. And it's given us this advantage of my organization to actually see what are employees really thinking and feeling beyond the word just stressed, because it's really easy in today's environment, no matter what industry you're in, but especially hospitality to say, okay, Dr. Romy, okay, Ray, who isn't stressed? Like, what's the point of this conversation? Well, Mm -hmm. I'm very interested. What do those stress levels from your brain do to your mental well-being? your cognitive performance, like your mood and your memory and your physical health. And that's what we've been able to measure. And from that, come up with a customized program that gets to the root cause and heals the busy brain. And that's known as the brain shift protocol. And I look forward to diving into that with you.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's, I mean, we had touched on it and I know we did different modules, you broke it up very well for us um, at evolution we we're doing. So that way we could you know, take different right. pieces and um, really digest it all because there, there is a bit to it and the concept and thoughts behind it are great i mean one of the things that uh, we talked about of course leading up to this was on your website you have the test there so for those that are listening in so we'll include it in the posting but it's drromi.com slash test and in the test so, so tell us a little bit about the test and what happens after we take it
0: yeah so like in four minutes right you get to assess is a busy brain robbing you of your sanity, your libido, your sleep? You know, what is it actually doing? Because just like our own unique hairstyles, Ray, everybody has a unique pattern of a busy brain. And what does that mean? Your stress levels go up in a particular area of your brain that I call the airport traffic control tower, your limbic system. And it's connected to the rest of your brain and the rest of your body and everybody, it manifests in a different way, but there's a solution and. Here were the common themes that we saw that the busy brain unlocks for you. You get a score. If you're below 30, it doesn't mean you're not stressed out. It just means congratulations. As stress comes, you're able to process stress and perform. What we found is on average, 82% of people taking our test have not only a busy brain, but what we call a brain strain. The stress levels are so high that it's actually causing physical symptoms in your brain and in your body. And that's what this test does. And we then gift you the first week of our brain shift protocol on my website. Like here it is. We've taken multiple teams now in the last year through the brain shift protocol, including the leaders at Evolution Hospitality, a technology company known as ESG, AIG Retirement Services. So we are taking leaders around the world through this six to eight week program, which we're about to launch to the public. And week by week, we go through a brain shift or a micro habit that calms down the busy brain and gets to the root cause. But I start with this, like, what do I mean by busy brain? That's not a technical medical term. Well, what a busy brain is, you're so stressed that it's triggered up a certain pattern of inflammation in your brain that's causing this hyperactivity, this kind of trio of, you're feeling anxious or stressed all day and on edge and you're it's killing your productivity and ability to focus maybe even your mood and your temperament. And you think you need caffeine to keep going. And then you're getting almost adult onset, you know, deficit disorder, ADD. Mm-hmm. And you think you're going to calm down at night with alcohol, with a sedative, and you try to go to sleep and you can't fall asleep because of racing thoughts, or you wake up in the middle of the night and you can't get back to bed. That's what a busy brain is. And over time you know, that's how, why companies need to pay attention. You're not only, you know, losing productivity from your employees, but even employee engagement and people become unhappy at work. There's a way to calm the busy brain. And that's why we've been working with teams globally now to yeah. give them the solution and get it personalized. And so by personalized is, Ray, if you and I both have a busy brain, well, mine could be potentially the thyroid. Yours could be your vitamin D3 level. It, there's a myriad of causes and we get through it all in the brain shift protocol.
1: Yeah, because there's definitely more to that. And that's one of the biggest things And of course, you covered is, I mean, one of the things that we had for the topics of conversation back uh, when, of course, I was with Evo there was even like your food, your gut, and make sure eating healthy, eating the right foods also feeds into this. I mean, it, it's all part of that protocol and that thought process of uh, a healthy body is going to perform better. It's going to uh, respond better yes. to these uh, It is.
0: But here's the thing where workplace wellness programs fall short. And what I've learned at Evolution Hospitality, even since you've been there, Ray, is one size doesn't fit all, nor does one diet plan. And so doesn't everybody know, okay, I need to be sleeping better, eating healthy, exercising, Mm -hmm. meditating, and yet we don't do it. So what if I can create a program that gives you one small micro habit that doesn't take more than 30 minutes of your day each week and it can build upon itself. And by the way, we also allow comfort foods on the brain shift protocol yet people are losing weight. They're calming their busy brain. Because no longer am I promoting a diet culture in the workplace. So yes, we break down a potent micro habits around your nutrition. But listen, if you come from a culture like I do, where we love rice or our curries, I'm not going to take that away. You know, we have such a diverse workforce, especially in hospitality. I want to honor everybody's culture, including the foods that they eat.
1: That's right. Yeah, we're all very unique in our uh palettes and our choices uh myself yeah. i also love curry so just to uh, we're, but, we're
0: gonna uh, get along. when we finally get to meet i'll make you some of our
1: punjabi style curry yes i was gonna say when when we get to meet again
0: yeah. back to in-person
1: meetings sometime soon hopefully <laughs> um well good well tell us a little bit more i guess then a bit about i mean maybe the overarching program style or yeah. i mean best takeaways i guess from the brain shift protocol and the process Absolutely. there You
0: know, I I guess how we're delivering it now is I get hired to do a virtual keynote or workshop for employees. And then we have a technology platform that guides people through the six to eight week wellness program where you do an entire intake, we send you with the lab a request slip to go to your doctor and get labs and you come back and you input those labs into our system and it creates a personalized program. And all the while I'm guiding the whole process. So that's what we created in the pandemic. It's what I used to do in person when I was working with high level executives one-to-one and now we've been able to scale it. But what would be some takeaways if you're listening to the podcast today? Number one is I would say, no, it's no longer where stress is a, a badge of Uh, Honor or a you know symptom of shame, where we say everybody is stressed or I'm stressed. I must be more stressed than other people. I'm going to keep it to myself instead. You know, let's do an assessment. We offer you a free one and see where you are because knowledge and self awareness is power. Then the next step is, you know, we give you what I can do to get you to sleep in the first seven days. So the brain shift protocol, SHIFT is an acronym that stands for S sleep, H hormones, I inflammatory markers, F the food and how you fuel yourself, and T technology. So we break that down in the longer programs. But to the key tonight, if I had to give you one takeaway, is do whatever it takes to restore your sleep, which is easier said than done, Ray, is yeah. it? We're in a pandemic. Sure. People, if you're working from home, there's this like blur between our home offices and our family lives. And if you're working at the front lines, as many of our colleagues are in hotels, you're giving all that you have at the front line in a hotel. And God bless you and thank you for that. You barely have probably enough time or energy to give to your loved ones, let alone taking care of yourself. So all I can ask you is what can you do to protect your sleep? And maybe we can break down some of those suggestions if we have time.
1: Yeah, definitely. I going just say that's definitely um, a, a hot topic. I think whether it's a, a frontline associate, I mean, even to the sales teams that, you know, they're now taking a sales team or maybe you had one or two hotels. Mm-hmm. Now you're at seven, eight, nine hotels in some yeah. cases, depending on the market. I mean, um, in the end it's that thought process and we hear it all too commonly nowadays is doing more with less. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that means that more ultimately falls on the staff to pick yeah. up more of that work. There's only so much that we can find that we can automate or ways we can use technology to leverage, to allow us to do more and to take mm-hmm. some of that that work off of our plate. But unfortunately, more times than not, it just means that there's more for us to do, uh, more shifts to cover. Uh, I mean, in my travels, I did had the opportunity to talk to the front desk agent. Uh, the front desk agent actually was the director of sales. I mean, it was a, a Sunday when I was traveling and I was like, hey, I'm just getting ready to check out. And she's like, yeah, well, how's your stay? Talk to her for a little bit. And I realized that she was a director. And I was like, oh. I didn't know the director of sales was working weekends. She's like, you know, we all pick up our part and yeah. um, have to step into different roles. Yeah. Uh, to the same token too, it, you know, it's very common. I mean, being part of a few different hospitality groups that uh, the conversation happens where front desk agents are working multiple shifts. I mean, there's at times, and I remember from my time working the desk that sometimes you wonder, I mean, how you know, when's the night auditor going to show up? I mean, yes. nowadays the conversation, is an auditor going to show up? Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of us, unfortunately, are being uh, weighed down with a lot of different work, um, a lot of different roles um, within the hospitality industry. So, definitely, it would be great to hear some ideas and some thoughts on your side Absolutely. on um, whether how to just an, a, a very simple manage the stress. Um, not necessarily to your point of you know finding an actual resolution uh, of how to handle it and get it that better balance, but uh, in the interim, in the short time, uh, the what interim. are some some yeah. ways?
0: Absolutely. Thank you for that. And I think you brought up some great points, Rahe, that we really have to think about who our team member is when you're showing them this video on sleep. Sleep issues are very different if you have the luxury or the privilege of working from home versus our shift workers and it, it, you know our front desk team members or engineers and housekeeping staff being a prime example of that. So I'm going to start with people that have the privilege of working a daytime shift. I think the best thing we can do is what does it take to get off of what I call the upper and the downer cycle, where you are caffeinating all day to keep your energy up and you're boosted and up, including energy drinks or a doctor may have given you a prescription of Ritalin or Adderall. I mean, this is all the things we hear from people with a busy brain and now you can't calm down. So what happens at night? You're having one, two, four alcoholic beverages at night, or maybe a prescription downer like a benzodiazepine or a sleeping pill. And that's Mm -hmm. the cycle I want to break when I cure your busy brain. So here are some five simple steps that you can commit to for just the next seven days to say, I'm going to give my sleep Priority for the next seven to 10 days. And that's going to be no caffeine after 12. Just keep hydrating. We're going to talk about shift, our colleagues working um, the second and third shift in a minute. And, you know, could you either cut your alcohol intake in half or cut it out completely for the next seven days? I understand you may be in social settings. Let people know you heard this podcast on Go Moments and you're doing this cleanse. Invite them to join you with it. No alcohol for the next seven days. The next thing, and you know, you may remember this well, Ray, we did the actual study at Evolution Hospitality, and it's been research that has been quoted in many other organizations, is the importance of shutting down your digital devices 30 to 60 minutes before bedtime. And I know that's hard. To your point, a director of sales working the front desk, they're catching up on their emails after they may have put their children to bed at night is you know, or revenge scrolling or you're binge watching the latest thing to just clear your mind. You've got to shut down those digital devices and find other activities to calm you down. If you go to our website and you take the busy brain test, we actually give you additional supplements that you can try. I have free sleep masterclasses where we meet our global brain shift community live on Wednesdays and I answer questions. So, you know, all that is available for free. I have a special place in my heart for anybody in hospitality, obviously. Yeah. I want to take a moment and pause. I know I'm talking nonstop, but just to summarize, no caffeine after 12, try to get away from the energy drinks, use vitamin B complex 12. Instead, you'll find that on the website. Could you cut out your alcohol or cut it in half if you're having more than three to four drinks a night and try the digital detox to reset your sleep-wake cycle over the next seven days and do some calming activity. However, if you're working second or third shift and as I see at Evolution Hospitality people are at the front desk or working, you know, night audit that may not normally work night. It's the key mm-hmm. is try not to caffeinate the entire night. I'd rather you have water. Or even a non-caffeinated sugary drink like fruit juices to keep you awake would be the key. Maybe caffeine at the start. But what happens is if you start drinking caffeine at 2, 3, 4 in the morning because the shift ends at 6, 7 a.m., you've now reset your chemicals in your brain and your sleep wake cycle and disrupted it for potentially days and weeks to come. And then the key is if you have the opportunity is to go home and try to get as much sleep as possible and get back to your day and nighttime routine. You know, there's a whole entire special segment in brain shift we do for our shift workers. That's, we don't have time to cover here to, you know, make sure they're getting adequate amounts of sleep. But, you know, most of what we hear on the busy brain and we ran brain shift at work program for evolution, hospitality, the eight week, most of what we heard was, you're at home and it's too easy to be watching TV late at night, scrolling and trolling on social media, playing games. And so really it was just, we were using it to numb our brains because life is so intense otherwise. So could you find another calming activity? Yeah. You know, Ray, I'll ask you what you do before bedtime, because you used to be at Evolution Hospitality to relax. I still have my method where I wash the dishes late at night so that my hands can't pick up my laptop or my phone again. And then I walk my dog and then I start my nighttime routine of, you know, meditation and brushing my teeth and washing my face. How about you? How do you unwind it? Yeah,
1: no, that's, I would say that's a great point. Great question. I know For myself, typically it's my wife and I have our our dinner together. Muji, clean up, start winding down that way, take the dog out for a walk. It's very similar to that aspect. Admittedly, we do watch TV. We do our play on the phone or most commonly though, we actually tend to actually get in bed and then just start talking and laughing and making jokes. And we just get into a whole long conversation about whatever in the world has nothing to do with anything in our day. Uh, I mean, she's in the office next to me over here working. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, working from home, we both tend to see each other throughout our day and hear any kind of updates. But yeah, we actually, my son complains sometimes. He'll be (laughs) like, can you guys keep it down? I'm trying to sleep. Oh, that's laughing so much.
0: (laughs) I love that. You know, and you guys seem like you're
1: having too much fun.
0: Ray, I love that. And I actually find that really romantic. And thank you for sharing something that personal because we found this that when individuals really go through brain shift and part of our first week right out of the gate, do a sleep challenge people tell us that it's initially uncomfortable for the first few days for your partner. If you have a partner that you share a bedroom with at home, because one of you will want the TV on or be, you know, want playing on your phone, but it really does improve human connection to your partner. And to your point, you and your wife's conversations and the ability to laugh together. I mean. You know, if this pandemic has taught us anything, it's the importance of the people in our lives and to cherish it and not let these digital devices get in between our relationships.
1: Definitely. Definitely. Well, and that's the challenge, right? I think to your earlier point too, about even just the simple idea of alcoholic drinks. I mean, that in itself has become itself a hot topic because uh, in the end, more people are working from home. You're at home more. It's easier to be like, you know what? I have a long day. I'm just going to walk and grab a drink if I have something available in the the home. I mean, that's definitely been a conversation I've had with other colleagues and friends is that they find that working from home actually in some ways is a blessing, but also a curse. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. It does give you both. And then you're not out and about. I mean, I have some friends who say they'll go two, three, four days before they even leave the house uh, because they have everything here. They have groceries um, and or they can get stuff delivered so they don't have the need to go. I mean, that's to that same aspect. My wife and I with both working from home. At least make sure that we go get coffee or do something mm-hmm. in the morning that would be part of a normal commute routine. So that we find some way to stay, you know. I in- like
0: and I think those are all great suggestions, but I want to go back to the point because of alcohol. I know I'll lose friends in hospitality over the alcohol and I don't want to lose friends here. I'm not saying you need to give up alcohol permanently. I'm just saying if you do that busy brain test and your score is above a 30 Well, we need to hit the reset button. And could you reduce it or stop it for the time being until we brain shift and reset your entire, you know, circadian rhythm or biological clock for your brain and your body? And you know, there's no shame if you find that you're drinking more at home alone. We know the statistics show that the last two years that people have increased the amount they're drinking alcohol to cope because you're home, there's virtual happy hours, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And to your point, we're not as active where we may have been doing activities before that didn't involve alcohol in our evenings. And now none of those are there. And so it's okay if that's happened. I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to say, there's a better way that what if if we said when you brain shift, you have an alcoholic beverage because you enjoy that craft beer or you really want to pair that wine with that particular dish you cooked or had delivered, but you're not drinking to cope with stress. There's a difference, you know, Definitely. and. That's what curing a busy brain when you brain shift can do. You stand in your brain power, you wake up feeling energized, you're focused and productive all day long in what we call quick shifts, the ability to quickly shift from one task to the next with your brain without panicking. And then you're able to wind down and be calm and be present for your loved ones at night and stay and fall asleep. That's what happens when you brain shift. And I want teams to be able to do that because, you know, I look at this, and yes, I have a bias, but I think healthcare and hospitality are the two hardest hit industries globally right now in the pandemic. And a lot of people have gotten to go back to a new normal, and yet we're struggling in hospitality and in healthcare. We have to be mindful of the well-being of ourselves and all of our team members, Ray. We cannot you know, like people, to your point in the beginning, people used to say, oh, evolution, they're different And that. No, we were thankfully ahead of our time. Mm -hmm. And we're here and I'm here openly discussing what's worked for us as a company, because we can no longer afford to ignore the mental and physical well-being of any employee in hospitality.
1: Definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely a uh, trying time for the industry, both from the workload side, but in some ways to the guest experience side of things. Uh, I mean, we've Seen some conversations and stories of shifts that have happened from uh, less seasoned travelers that has uh, made a little more trying on it. But I mean, to that point, we're actually at the end of our time. That was a quick conversation there. Any quick last takeaways uh, to share with everybody?
0: Yeah, you know, I want you to know about what I've learned as a physician, as someone that burnt out in their life, and 10 years ago, had 11 years ago now had life-saving surgery and found my path to mindfulness and integrative medicine. That you're not alone if these symptoms of a busy brain resonate with you, feeling a little anxious or stressed all day, difficulty focusing, difficulty sleeping at night. We see success-driven professionals like you and I going through this all the time. Please don't apologize on being a type A success-driven professional. It's people and leaders like you and I that are going to get these industries through these challenging times but you can't do it with a busy brain. So, you know, I invite you to brain shift, go to drromi.com forward slash test, take the test for free, join us on one of our free weekly master classes. We have launched the brain. We will be launching the brain shift to the public the course this fall, but if you're not able to make it, we're bringing it to companies. Just join us on the journey. I, I, I'm cheering for hospitality, meaning our hotels, our meeting, our professionals, our convention centers that we will build back and in, in a new paradigm, but we have to do it not with a busy brain, but standing in our brain power. So it's time to brain shift.
1: Yeah, definitely. Wonderful. Well, Dr. Romy, thank you again so much for your time. It's been a true pleasure. Thank and you. until we connect again soon in person, hopefully. Hope,
0: hooray, yes. Well, take care
1: and thank you again. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Hotel Moment Podcast. For more information, visit GoMoment.com slash podcast.